Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Welcome to the show, Jonathan Katani. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great to have you here. Now, Jonathan, you've been at this game for quite some time. You've been investing in multifamily. You've got a sizable portfolio at this stage. And one of your specialties is certainly capital raising and syndication. We definitely want to talk about that, especially in today's environment. But before we do, maybe give a little bit of your backstory, how you got to this point in your journey. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, kind of wandered through college, had no idea what I wanted to do, bounced around from a few different jobs, ended up getting a job as a stockbroker for a discount brokerage here in Salt Lake for E-Trade. Spent three years there, kind of learning the ins and outs of the stock market, really getting a firsthand look at finance. Worked my way up to work with high net worth investors and really noticed that a lot of them, even back then, this is probably six years ago now, were really starting to use, especially their retirement accounts for alternative investments, obviously real estate, Everybody's journey picked up the uh, the purple Bible, read Rich Dad Poor Dad, took the purple pill, was fully hooked, started reading books, podcasts, dabbled in wholesaling. I was a residential agent for a little bit, but ultimately I I knew that commercial was where I wanted to land. Ended up working with a firm here all last year, um, helped them go from basically seventy units to five hundred and seventy units. In Oklahoma City and Columbus, we raised about twelve and a half million total for all of those acquisitions. And from there, notice that their big hurdle was was capital raising. Joined uh, Raise Masters, which is Hunter Thompson's capital raising mastermind. From there, started my own Katani Capital Group, and um, have been focused now on um, raising capital for multifamily and self storage. Fabulous. Well, there's no one way, there's no prescribed pathway into this business. Everyone's journey is a little bit different. It's interesting that so many started with one little purple book. It really is. And Robert, I've got to know Robert over the years, and uh, it just brings him so much joy to hear these purple book stories. Uh, if you get the opportunity to meet with him, uh, share your purple book story with him and what it's meant to you. I, I know it means a lot to him. So that's awesome. So a lot has changed in the last 90 to 120 days in the marketplace. I mean, an awful lot. As you're in the marketplace, what have you noticed? What are you seeing that's different? If you're in the market looking to raise capital, investors, some of them are, well, they're behaving differently. What are you seeing? Yeah, absolutely. The obvious things, right? Of course, we all see interest rates going up. First thing that's really doing is decreasing any yield that was available on the operation side, you're seeing less like C-class acquisitions and more people sticking to to A and B just because the yield really is no longer there, which then in turn is with increased interest rates is then decreasing investor returns. And so the biggest conversation we're having right now is just helping investors understand what's changing, right? Cash flow is is down. You know, I just recently was looking at a deal at at six percent, and that's a good deal with a one one point eight x multiple. And helping them understand that as interest rates continue to climb, at least for the foreseeable future, that things are changing from heavy cash flow emphasis to more on the yield side of things, more upside in the deal and, and less cash flow, and just helping them understand why that is and 
what that looks like, you know, over a three, five year uh, hold period. Yeah, there's no question. One of the biggest questions I hear when I speak with investors is uh, they're looking for a safe haven. There is no safety to be found in the stock market, no safety to be found in the bond market, not much safety in gold, certainly not in crypto, and storm clouds swirling over real estate. So where do you find that, that flight to safety? You could put it in U.S. Treasury bills. All that means is that you're losing money, but you kind of know the rate at which you're losing money, but that's about it. So to me, real estate still, especially cash flowing real estate, is the safest asset class out there. Because even with the rise in interest rates, we still have negative real interest rates. And negative real interest rates are a license to print money. Yeah. The big question is, will there be the affordability? Will there be the rent growth in an inflationary environment? to sustain the rise in interest rates? That's really the big question. I think in A-class and B-class, the answer is yes. In C-class, it's not obvious. As inflation takes a bite out of purchasing power for those on fixed income, there's a limit to the extent that you can raise rents. If people are having to fill the tank in their F-150 and put food on the table, they can't afford another 250 a month in rent. So that really is the big question. So as you're having these conversations with investors and they raise these types of questions, they raise these objections, how do you respond? Yeah, that's a great question. I am a financial brain, right? Constantly looking at data, economics. So my big thing is just comparing returns, right? We obviously see what the stock market has done. Like you said, investors are already afraid. A lot of them have pulled their money out. I've talked to a lot of investors who are, despite burning of cash that's happening with inflation, they are, a lot of investors are sitting on on cash, right? Don't want to go into crypto, of course, that's obvious, stock market. Real estate, as long as you're doing your due diligence, you're with a good operator, well-seasoned, has the track record, you know that their focus is going to be on capital preservation, right? That's not only for their investors, but also for them, you know, very conservative underwriting. You're seeing underwriting with 3% growth at the highest, maybe 4%. And even in markets, you know, where you're still seeing six to 8% growth, you're still seeing these operators underwriting with that 3%, 4% max rent growth. And by doing that, you can, of course, there's no guarantees, but you understand and and can be in sync and understand that they are also trying to preserve your capital as well. And I'm with you. We're obviously biased, but I think real estate is the best asset. Even when you niche down in some of these asset classes and really look at the data for these economic downturns, you see data like self-storage and the storms it's been able to weather throughout the years, the last couple recessions, whatever you want to call them. I don't even know. Do we have a definition for recession anymore? (laughs) So however you want to look at it, whichever asset class you like, there's very strong data to to back it up, especially when you're looking at cash flow and, and capital preservation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So investors, the first thing that they want to see, they want to see certainty. And that's one of the things that if anything's been removed from the table, over the last 120 days, that's certainty. We don't know. No one can put their hand on heart and predict, project what interest rates are going to be 24 months from now, what market cap rates will be 24 months from now, 
what the cost of construction, cost of materials, cost of labor will be 24 months from now. And yet still investors seem to have been lulled into this false sense of security that life could be predictable. How do you respond to that aspect? It's definitely challenging. Certainly as my list grows, especially a lot of new investors, you know, I'm 32 years old. So that demographic is really, you know, a lot of millennials getting into their first deals. It's a challenging conversation to have because you want them to understand what so many of my generation loves crypto. A lot of my friends made really great money on the last bull run we had, but a lot of that got wiped out. And so the key for me is showing them the historical data of what real estate has done over the years in those same times, right? And showing that, hey, yes, in 2008, in 2020, we did see a drop in rental increases, vacancies went up, showing all the data being fully transparent, but showing them, hey, look, look how quickly it rebounded. Look how fast it came back up rents in these particular markets, helping them understand why market is extremely important right now. You know, you're not just going to necessarily jump into a new brand new speculative market at this current state. Three, four years ago, yeah, totally. You could definitely justify that. But now you're really going to focus on your top markets and and helping them understand why you're focusing there and and not in some of these other places where people might still be moving and, and the data is is favorable. But again, going back to that capital preservation and sort of that that safety and, and security. I love it. Well, Jonathan, if folks want to connect, if they want to learn more, what's the best way? Yeah, absolutely. So um, actually in January, I wrote a, an ebook called Is uh, Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Which um, if you want to say I had some foresight, sure. But I think we all kind of knew it was coming. But you can find that on my website, you can just go to investwithkatani.com, C-A-T-T-A-N-I. And then of course, like all millennials, I'm on social media. You can follow me at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, C-A-T-T-A-N-I. Those would be the two best places. Fabulous. Well, I love the perspective and it's going to be interesting to see how these next number of months play out in the world of multifamily investing for sure. And for listeners at home, definitely reach out to Jonathan at investwithkatani.com. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk again tomorrow.